Okay, Romans chapter 1. Let's go again. Let's go back there. I think about this. I read it and read it, and then I think about what I'm gonna, what I want to do, and then I get started on it, and I have to, <laughs> well, I have to just uh, narrow it down a little more. I was gonna read uh, three verses tonight, but we're just gonna read the one. Let's go to Romans one twenty-five. One twenty-five. You know, the last time we were here, I think last week we did something else. But the last time we were here was God gave him up to uncleanness. Romans one twenty-five says, Who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Now, a major element of the apostasy of the human mind in turning away from God is the worship of nature instead of God. Nature lovers. <laughs> so that's what the title of my message is here tonight. Nature lovers, beware. That's really, let me say it again, a major part of the apostasy of the human mind in turning away from God is the worship of nature instead of God. Now you need to get that. It's that looking for answers in nature instead of God. Or ascribing glory to nature instead of God. It's the laying the blame for defects of mind or body, abnormalities, sickness and death. Laying the blame on nature instead of on the sinfulness of mankind. Or accounting it to the will of God. I'm saying an awful lot. Yeah. I hope yeah. you're listening. <clears throat> All the good we have to thank nature for. Oh, nature's been good to them. You've heard that before, haven't you? Nature is really good to her. Him. That means they're uh, fair to look upon. Nature was good. Is that really how it is, huh? Nature. What about God? I thought God made us. I didn't know nature made us. All the bad we simply have to accept is just chance and bad luck or, or nature protecting us. You know, people we, that are superstitious, they think there's some force of working that just protects you from calamities and disasters. and But there's no sense to it. There's no order to it. There's no God to it, see? It's all just this mysterious force we call nature that just controls everything. And people turn to nature when they turn away from God. It's the turning the truth of God into a lie and looking for different answers in nature. You know, I see a lot of this going on in Christian circles, in Christian people that I know. Man, this nature thing is a big deal. It's the justifying abominable behavior such as sodomy in people because it's observable among animals. I mean, boy, we have lowered the standard when we watch animals and we think that they're doing right Whatever they're doing would be right for us to do. Now that's really getting kind of crazy, ain't it? You want to take that to the whole length of things? But sodomites justify themselves because animals do it. Now think about that. 
Is that upside down thinking? It's humanizing lower species and animalizing man who was made in God's image and likeness, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator who is blessed forever. Amen. The creature, it is the creation. You can look in Webster's 1828 Dictionary and you can see that. You don't have to go to the Greek, but you can look in Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Creature means creation. The dictionary even says the sun and the moon and the stars are creatures of God. Anything that's not self-sustaining in its life or action, it was created by God. And it's a creature of God. So, it's nature that everybody is worshiping. It's when they worship the creature more than the creator, they're worshiping nature. Mother Earth. Mother Nature. That's where witchcraft and, you know, all of that has its foundation in, is nature. All the potheads, you know, that's a thing that's been for all of that I can, as long as I can remember, they justify what they're doing because it's natural, man, it's natural, you know. Yes, it's earthy, it's from the earth. What's that place down there at the Bluff, Hester? Where are they? What is it? The green light. Isn't there another word with it or something? No, the, the, it's the, it's the where, he, where he had the place, the thing parked. You that showed me. Dispensary. There yeah, you go. Dispensary. The green light dispensary. Yeah. Why well, is green always? Well, it's natural. And, you know, they're justifying legalizing it because it's natural. And what do they say? You know, whatever God planted, whatever God put here, it's got to be. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Good for us. I'm gonna choke on that one. <clears throat> Just because it's here doesn't mean it's good for you. We'll get to that here in a minute, maybe, but anyway, our society and our world is far into this aspect of humanizing lower species and to making man an animal. This, it's that aspect of apostasy in this generation. We're way into it. <clears throat> Animals are now of equal value to people. And actually of more value in the minds of most people. For a long time now, people have been displaced in order for animals to occupy certain places like bats and lizards and turtles and birds and four-footed beasts like lions and wolves and... Yeah... Spotted owl, you've all heard of that. What's the deal? How come a spotted owl is so well known? Because of the the controversy and the effort they've put in moving people out so the spotted owl can live. Moving people out so this lizard can live there. <clears throat> I read in one with this 90-some-year-old woman lived in a house all of her life and they moved her. They they took her house and and moved her because of some one of these creatures. Well, now that's not the way God said for things to be. Nope. Y'all realize that? He gave man dominion over the world. He said, have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, the beast of the field, over all of the works of God's hand. Man had dominion here in this earth. Many are of the mind that the world belongs to the animals and man is the problem and needs to disappear. They really think that. 
What was that? Somebody tell me the other day, you about the, the Indians and all that said you can take away this and take away that yep. and everything would be, you know, it'd mess up everything if you took away any of the animals except man. You take him away and everything would be better. Flourish. Well, that is paganism. Yep. That is the worship of nature. That's the worship of the creature more than the Creator. And it's so subtle because it makes so much sense. And people look at humanity and they hate one another in the first place. But when you look at all the reasons that people are so sorry and worthless and don't even need to be here, then everybody agrees. But I mean, who's the first one that wants to go? Exactly. Who wants to volunteer first to just get be, for the earth to be rid of them? Yeah. <laughs> I don't hear anybody volunteering for that kind of stuff. Many are of the mind that the world belongs to them. And we need to disappear. You know, I saw the other day where the bison are running free in Indiana for the first time in, you know, many, many years. Well, hallelujah. But how's that going to work when cars start hitting them and, you know, when they start attacking people? You know, our ancestors came in. They did what God said. They killed all the wolves and the bears and the lions and the rattlesnakes and made the place habitable for man. And now they've tur- they're turning it all around, have been for years, worshiping the creature more than the creator. It's apostasy. When the, when the culture, the society turns away from God, that's the way you go. You worship animals and you worship the earth and nature. You replace God with that. Worshiping the creature or the creation more than the creator is when nature is deified and God is considered an invention of man. Most people began this error, you listening? By looking for God in nature. That's how they get into the error. They start looking for God in nature. Listen to me. Uh, My eyes are crazy. I can't hardly see here. They they look for God in nature, and before long, they're worshiping nature instead of God. Mm-hmm. All pagan religions and idolatry exalt nature above the person of God, don't they? Yeah. It's all about nature. It's all about the earth. It's all about the animals. It's all about how everything works and how man's the trouble and everything. Why do why do men hate themselves? Why do Men and women hate mankind. They're one of them. Yeah, the devil has done a a brainwashing on them. Hating themselves. They're the made in the image and likeness of God, not the animals. They're not. They're animals. They're not made in the image and likeness of God. All the popular culture of the past few generations has promoted nature above God and turned the order of the creation upside down. Disney. I just don't like these animated movies and cartoons and, and other things where all the animals are talking all the time. That's part of what I'm talking about here tonight. It's conditioning the minds of the children especially but everybody else, that animals, I mean, how can, you know, how many people see a, a baby deer and think of Bambi? See? You've been brainwashed. 
You have been <coughs> brainwashed into thinking that animals have emotions and mm -hmm. and reasoning and they're they're more human than humans are. Yeah. You've been taught to think that by the movies you've watched yeah. and by Disney talking animals who laugh and weep and have feelings just like people and who are always presented as superior to humans. Mm -hmm. Who's the bad guy in Bambi? Well, the man, yeah. All the animals. They're just peace-loving, wonderful creatures. And man is the bloodthirsty monster. <laughs> and that's why these people are getting stomped by bison and eaten and, and mauled by bears and gored by bulls and everything else. They think they're, they've watched too many of this stuff. They've grew up on it and they think they're just, you know, people try to pet the bears and climb, put, what was the one where they put a two-year-old child on the back of a wild bear in one of these national parks to take pictures. I remember in Virginia, you know, every year they would start, you know, they'd be on the radio telling people, now, these are wild animals. They're not tame animals. They will kill you. But people don't believe it. They've seen too many Disney movies. It's Yogi, you know. <laughs> Yogi the Bear. Huckleberry Hound. We all grew up with that stuff. But there's a, there's a lot of things that I grew up with that was the predecessor of what this these generations have. You know, <coughs> I watched people shoot each other like Matt Dillon shot so many people. And I watched that growing up, and I never thought of shooting anybody. No. It didn't warp my mind. We played all the time with cap pistols and guns and just shot each other all the time. But it never made me kill him, nor anybody that I know that I grew up with. Nobody ever done nothing like that. I seen Huckleberry Hound and Yogi Bear and Mighty Mouse and all them animals. All the cartoons are animals, see? Yeah. Except for Yosemite Sam. Well, he's half animal. <laughs> but it didn't make me think animals talked. No. But it's different now. Y'all need to understand That's that. Very true. We have progressed, yeah. digressed into yeah. this yeah. abyss where people can't tell the difference. Yeah. Back when I watched cartoons of animals talking, people didn't have all the animals in their houses. Mm -hmm. Didn't do that. Some rich, fancy woman might have a little poodle dog or something, but nobody had Great Danes and Pyramids and everything in bed with them. Yeah. The same people who now promote sodomy in their cartoons and movies as something that's not only the same as but better than normal relationships. Are you aware that Disney is doing this now? Putting sodomites in their cartoons and stuff for your children to watch. And those who call themselves Christians, I mean, look, we're, we're not there yet, but the next verses talks about God turning them over to vile affections and then, that, then that's what it is. The vile affections, it is sodomites. The verses following tell you exactly what it is. And those who call themselves Christians have always sanctioned Disney and called it wholesome and acceptable entertainment for their children. Is that right? Yep. That's absolutely right. And still do. And 
People listen to me say this and they just, man, they'll blow a fuse because I'm attacking their idol. I'm trying to correct where they're allowing the devils into their children and into their own home and their own hearts. I'm warning you. And people just get mad and say, <laughs> he's just stupid. He don't know what he's talking about. He's just an old fool. I'm afraid the, you got the shoe on the wrong foot. I think I know what I'm talking about here. <coughs> Not only allowed it, but promoted it to their children as part of their training for their view of life in the world. These Disney movies that come out, this, this Frozen was one of the most ungodly messes that I ever seen in my life. And Christian people I know everywhere just busted over themselves to get to watch it and be the first to watch it and watch it over and over and watch it with their kids and get their kids to watch it. Now they got lesbians. Yeah, the the main girl, ain't she a lesbian now? Yeah. But Christians just go right on and watch it anyway because it's Disney. They've created this appetite. That they've sanctioned it. They've taught their kids. And now the kids, how are you going to snatch it away from them? You were not wise in sowing that in their mind and heart in the first place. It's not only Disney, though. I mean, most all of the movies and video games and visuals in the realm of entertainment are some unnatural, freakish mixture of animals and humans or humans and aliens or some other form of being that doesn't exist in God's creation. Is that right? Think of the movies. Think of all of the toys that's been for years for children to play with. Think of it. What are you putting there for them to look at? Think about it. What, what is all the world? What are the children feeding on now? What, are, what is the imagery that is first imprinted on their minds? Monsters and freaks and demonic junk. Fantasy. I'm fixing to get to that. The involvement of evil spiritual beings in all of this is unmistakable. They don't even bother anymore to hide their signature looks and marks in the visuals. The reptilian slitted eyes and the appearance of a monster or something so shocking and abhorrent that we would shudder but we're conditioned to accept it and somehow connect with it emotionally. Yeah. What about like the beauty and the beast? Mm -hmm. Think about it. Monsters, Inc. And they put a little funny with it so you'll swallow it better. Yeah. Put a little comedy, a little funny stuff with it. Make it funny. Yeah. Then it's okay. And all the time it's working on your mind. You think, not my mind. But your children, it is. It's warping their minds. They're being, they're being conditioned by devils with your permission and promotion. So what's going on? Now, the goal of the devils is to modify our affections and cause us to love and have feelings for something that goes against our God-given conscience. When you worship nature, you go to messing with nature. 
And the exposure of the last few generations of children to this demonic stuff has desensitized their minds and hearts to anything that's holy or right. They don't know what that means. They have no concept of anything sacred or holy or special. And anyway, everything's just the same. It's just... Everything's been profaned. It's brought them to a state of mind where nothing is sacred or holy or pure or right. All the foundation is destroyed by this mass brainwashing. You can believe what I'm saying or you can cast it aside. It's at your own peril what you do with it. I'm telling you the truth here tonight. I don't know if there's any hope at all if people that claim to be the people of God don't start paying attention and culling out things and separating from this ungodly world, letting the world brainwash our children. I mean, and so blatant and brazen with it that anybody could see that it's devils involved in this. But we just think it's going to be okay because everybody's done it. Look what everybody's doing. The influence of devils on the mind is what takes the mind down these paths of deifying nature and trashing any idea of a holy God who judges sin. It's the influence of devils on your mind, on people's minds, that cause you to worship nature. I mean that. I see it all the time. I see Christians getting caught up in all kinds of health stuff. It's nature. It's worshiping nature. That's what it is. I mean, I know there's herbs for the service of man. And I know that medicine can be made from herbs and all of that. But real medicine is to, is to deal with the effects of a broken nature on Man, and what it does to your health and all of that. Real medicine. Anything else is sorcery, witchcraft. Mixing up things for potions. Mixing up things to alter your mind, to alter your emotions. Anything like that, that's not medicine. That's drugs, just like LSD and weed. That's real important that you understand that. That's right. All of this falls under the heading of vain imaginations. The influence of devils on the mind takes the mind down these paths of deified nature. That is vain imagination. Nature. Uh, nothing exists that God didn't create. Y'all hear me? Monsters. Why are the kids scared of monsters? Did God create the kind of monsters that scare the kids? No. Nothing exists except what God created as far as nature and and beings and and all of that, animals and all of that. Man hasn't done a thing, created a thing. And all that God created continues to this day as He created it. Everything reproduces after His kind. So all of these imaginations of the mind. These blue people, what are they? 
avatars. There's, there's all kinds of creatures that are very common and everybody knows, and, but they're part human and part animal or part human and part alien or they're aliens, but it always amazes me how the, the imaginations of these demon-possessed people always uh, visualize aliens from another planet or outer space as some kind of the same form as us. Isn't that amazing? Why do they think that if life evolved somewhere else that it evolved exactly like it did here? (laughs) They don't practice what they say they believe. They don't even believe what they say they believe. They're a bunch of people, they're a bunch of fools who have vain imaginations, who just create in their own little heads images of whatever they can concoct with the help of devils. And then they turn it into visuals for you and your children to look at and make into idols. Toys and movies and everything. You know this word, do you know dinosaur? You know the word dinosaur didn't exist before the 1800s? That's a word they invented for what was always known before as a dragon. Dragons. Dragons were what everybody thought of as what they think of now as dinosaurs. Uh, All perversions and inventions of creatures who have human voices and minds but a different kind of body are just the result of foolish, darkened hearts who profess themselves to be wise and are fools. They're vain imaginations of people's darkened mind. Do you all, did you hear me? All that stuff, it's out of the imaginations of other people. It's not real. God didn't make those creatures. They're products of dark minds and hearts that God has given up to uncleanness, vile affections, and a reprobate mind. Do you really want to look at it? Do you really want to think about it? Do you really want your children to play with it? Hmm? Came from a mind of a that's given up by God, given over to uncleanness, to vile affections, and to a reprobate mind. Those creatures and things and all of that doesn't come from anywhere else. Doesn't come from somebody who's saved and who loves God. Doesn't come from Christian people. It comes from people who are absolutely under the control of devils. So they're not fit for entertainment and they're poison to the minds of children who should be learning about God's creation and God's divine order instead. Alright, Romans 1.20 For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made even His eternal power and Godhead so that they are without excuse. Because when I start talking about worshiping nature and how contrary it is to God there's people who think about, well, now, well, in this same chapter, it talks about God and nature and all of that. Well, all right. Now, since you, since I got your attention, listen to me. 
God is visible in nature. But nature has been corrupted by sin. Very important point here. So we have to learn about God from the only infallible source, which is the written Word of God, not nature. We can learn about nature from God. That's right. But we don't look at nature to find God or to learn about God because nature is corrupted. When we look at nature, we must remember that even it is not as God created it in the beginning. God's signature is still on everything He created. But the order of it all has been messed with and scrambled because of man's sin. I can prove that. Romans 8, 21 and 22 Because the creature itself, that's creation, remember? The creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. (laughs) The children of God. What have we been studying about in Hebrews? What does this new covenant do? What is the the better sacrifice, the better promises? What does it do for us? The... The the law and all that could not make them perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did. So what's God doing with His children? He's making them perfect. He's making them complete. He's restoring. Isn't that what salvation is? Redemption, regeneration, the new birth. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, a new creation. What is all that about? It's about the fact that salvation is a restoration of man to the state that God created man to be in. Fellowship with God. (coughs) Walking in holiness. Jesus came to take away sin. A, A real Christian does not live in habitual, continual sin. A sinful lifestyle is an assurance that you're headed for hell and that you're not regenerated. You see, we're way off base in our day, I'm telling you. Nobody believes that. Nobody believes what I just said in the churches anymore. <coughs> but nature, <clears throat> man's sin has corrupted God's creation. And when people, you know, people think of God's creation, they think of it as synonymous with uh, nature. They think nature, God's creation. They look at nature and God made all this. Well, God did make all of this. But it's messed up. Not only that, but we know in the rest of this in 21 and 22 of chapter 8 of Romans, for we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. Nature, if you look at it now, Y'all listening? I'm going to quit here. I mean, I'm just coming in for a landing right now. But nature, if you look at it now, it's arranged around death and decay. While it was, in the beginning, it was arranged around life. God breathed into Adam's nostrils the breath of life, and Adam became a living soul. He created all the animals, brought them to Adam, and Adam named them. He brought, he created Eve out of a part of Adam, brought her to him. And then God said, it is very good. What God said about nature, all of his creation in the beginning, he said it's very good. Now he, 
He couldn't say that now, could he? No, the cry that's going up to heaven from this earth is, oh, we well, it's in. We can't even comprehend what God's hearing. The whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain, even until now, waiting for the redemption to wit of the body. <clears throat> so, there was no pain. There was no killing and fighting for survival, even among the animals in the beginning. God didn't create the animals to kill and eat each other. No. Messed up. Well, then why does them lions have them teeth? Maybe they didn't in the beginning. Why does a snake got fangs? Well, <clears throat> you know, they've studied enough to realize <clears throat> that there's even medicinal, there's something good about that. But it's all been turned to death. To death. There was no pain or sickness or crying in God's original creation. But there has been ever since the day that sin entered into the world. All you got to do is just get, just lay on the ground in the woods and just watch the bugs. And you can see that there is a war going on between all the creatures yes. on this planet. They're all killing, eating, fighting one another. For no good reason. I mean, they just... It's my territory. And you walked in it. I kill you. <laughs> the whole world is like a ghetto. Now, God didn't create it that way. And you want to look at that and find answers about God? I mean, you want to worship that? You want to get your answers for your health, your diet, everything else from that? Instead of God? He said in the last days they're going to be coming. They're going to have doctrines of devils. They won't endure sound doctrine, but they'll have doctrines of devils. And what were those doctrines of devils? Uh, the, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats. <laughs> and then it goes on and talks about how that every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused to be if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. But we read the worldly people's books and they tell us, and a lot of people are involved in this. I've been in church a long time. I've known a lot of people that are Christians and man, they're death on all of that. They won't eat this. They won't eat that. And they think you're ungodly if you do. You know, I've known people that think if you eat pork, you're just an absolute heathen. Good night. You ain't got no sense. What do you think was on that sheet that God let down before Peter and said, Kill, Peter. Clean and eat. You know, kill and eat. They were unclean beasts and creatures. <laughs> he was teaching Peter something. There was nothing, there were no deformities or freakish things in the original creation because God had pronounced it all very good. There wouldn't have been any birth defects, there wouldn't have been any uh, mutations. There wouldn't have been anything like that in the original creation. But there is now, isn't there? All kinds of troubles. So remember, when considering nature, never to give it some kind of authority or use it to validate something that disagrees with the Word of God. 
Remember that nature is corrupted like mankind is. And nature is corrupted because of mankind and man's sin. The whole creation groans and travails in pain. It's all messed up. Don't think that just because it's natural, it's good. (laughs) Don't set your life's course. I know people that are plumb out of the way now because of this right here. Diets and and uh, just being fanatical about natural stuff, you know. Well, I mean, I like natural stuff. I'd rather have a lemon than a imitation lemon flavor. I mean, chemicals and all that. Yeah, I agree. But just don't get some bananas with it that you can't that you get to worship in nature. Till that becomes your guide. Till that becomes all you think about in life. Till you can't post on Facebook without referring to that and putting down anybody that don't agree with you or ain't on board with you on your train wreck. Yes. I believe you ought to take care of your body. I believe you ought to honor your body, not dishonor your body. But you just get bananas with that. What are you doing it for? For God and for your, for your testimony for God's sake. See? For the kingdom of God. I mean, if you abuse your body and you get so obese you can't do, you know, I mean, it's a bad testimony. Uh, it just is a bad testimony. It's, it's, it makes everybody think that you have no self-discipline. And that's key to being a Christian. Denying yourself. You ain't following Christ if you can't deny yourself. That's the first step. So... I just seen this is real clear to me. I see a lot of fruit cakes. So you people you guys know some too. You work with some and boy they're nature freaks. But boy they ain't got no use for God, do they? That's the way it works. All pagan religions, all <coughs> occult religions, it all they all have deified nature and cast God out the person of God out of their thinking, out of their life. And so they're given over to vain imaginations and and uncleanness and vile affections and a reprobate mind. A mind that works without God. They thought they they turned away from him and he just turned them loose. So their mind is freewheeling now in fantasy land. And I don't want to listen to them. I don't want them influencing me or my kids or my grandkids. Or they're poison. That's right. I mean, they're the devil's uh, puppets, the devil's emissaries, if you will. They're carrying the message of the devil. They're doing his work. Don't have a part of it. Kick him out. Make give no place to the devil. Give not place to the devil. Resist him. Cast him out. Guard yourself. That's what all this spiritual warfare stuff is about, is wake up and fight. Don't just be sitting around being worked over by him and all of his hordes of devils all the time through things like this. 
there's I don't know I don't know how to say it, but in the time we're living in, I just watch children and they're just there's something about them that's different than when I was a kid, for sure. Things bother them. Things impress them. Their minds are. Uh, I don't. I'm searching for a word. Their minds are messed with by things they see and things they hear more. Seems to me like than when I was a kid. I heard all kinds of things, seen all kinds of things, but it didn't. It didn't alter my mind and my way of thinking, and it does now with the kids. Yes. Yes. Right. Well, because we live in this virtual reality. I mean, the social media and the computers and everything is... You know, we had a TV in one channel and black and white, and it was messed up most of the time. Dad kicked the sides in on the one. And, and uh, you know, it was just... The rest of the time, we were out in a mud hole or a creek or out in the woods doing something, playing in the dirt and the rocks. And and now they live in this, looking at a screen. And, uh, you know, boy, we just need to wake up. We need to, we need to fight the good fight of faith, and that's what it's about now. You better resist the devil. You better take it, take it as... Uh, good counsel that he is as a roaring lion. What about seeking whom he may devour? You better take that literally as you and your children. Amen. Father, thank you for the Word of God. I believe this is right, and I pray you'd bless it to our hearts and minds. I pray it'd be received by whoever might listen to it. I pray it'd be a help, make a difference in some family, some soul, some little child somewhere would benefit from just uh, their parents being alerted to this and some changes made in the home and in what's allowed before their eyes and in their ears. Lord, help us, I pray. We sure do need your help in this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.